0: Hey there, thank you for downloading and subscribing to our Big Time Talker podcast. I'm Burke Allen, and I'm not in our Washington, D.C. studios. Right now, I'm at the American Library Association's annual conference and exhibition in beautiful, sweet home Chicago. We've been talking to incredible authors and illustrators uh, all summer long on the podcast because this convention is filled with thousands of authors, illustrators, Librarians, agents, publicists, publishers, the entire literary world has convened on Chicago this weekend. Uh, And because there are lots of librarians here, there are lots of children's book authors and illustrators here as well. We're going to talk to one of them right now. She's an Indie Book Award winner, so congratulations on that. The lovely and talented and very glittery Beth Davis joins us in the glass-enclosed Nerve Center, the podcast recording booth at the ALA. Hello there, nice to meet you.
1: Hi, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thank you, and I appreciate that the comment on my sparkles. Mm-hmm. I love to sparkle, leave a little sparkle wherever I go.
0: Perhaps you're from the South.
1: Um, how can you tell? There's I don't something know. That is there something? Something
0: screams South. Well,
1: I don't know what it is. I can't, uh, yeah. Okay, you got me. I am. I am from Busted. the South. Busted. I'm here. Yep. Representing the South. Uh, actually, the Appalachian Mountains of Virginia. That's the where I'm from, and it's beautiful.
0: We like that. I grew up in West Virginia, which many people don't realize is its own state and has been for some time.
1: It is. It is. It's the, the cousin of Virginia, I think.
0: Quite often, people will say, oh, you're from West Virginia. I've got family in Richmond, and I say, Well, oh, bully for <laughs> you, but we've been our own state for a long time. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, you've got a whole series of children's books that you wrote and you illustrated. Uh-huh. And the question I have to ask because we are in this big, massive, incredibly huge and large kind of freaking me out convention yeah. with hundreds, literally hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Um, why in the world would you write children's books? Because there's so much competition out there. What are you thinking?
1: What am I What am I doing? Why am I here? Yeah, no, it is intimidating, absolutely. Um, and you know, I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you a story. Uh, so Would you please? Because I, that's what we
0: like to do on our. I'd podcast.
1: love to. I'd love to. Uh, so, we'll start. Like you mentioned, I'm from the South. I'm right. from the Appalachian Mountains. Now, I come from a family of storytellers. These people were animated, were loud, were, Lord, let me tell you what happened, and you ain't going to believe this, and Uncle so-and-so's cousin's second wife just died. I mean, it's people who just really know how to tell a story. Appalachian
0: storytellers, yes. Absolutely. You were born into it.
1: I was born into it. That's what, That's who I am. It's in my DNA. And so I grew up, and I loved... I love loved to be expressive and, you know, I've got my little sparkles and all the things and, you know, I'm a redhead and, uh, you know, plus size freckles art. I love all of it. I'm a creative. That's what I am. That's who I am. And so I grew up, you know, and that was that was, you know, I wanted to pursue that. And it was always a dream of mine. I love children. You know, I love the art. I love storytelling. It was the perfect recipe for me to go into that. That just seemed like what I need to do. So I know that there's a lot of competition, and there's a lot of people out there doing it. But they're not doing what I'm doing. They're not doing what I'm doing.
0: Well, you have to make your stuff unique. Yeah. Unique and compelling. Tell me about these books, because they actually... You use the word unique in a different spelling. But this super unique beast, what makes this book series unique from the other kids books out there
1: Well, so yes, uh, it's called Super Unique Beast, and so my mission and what I'm trying to achieve with all my little hearts with these books is I'm trying to represent children that don't always see themselves represented in books. Because you know, like I mentioned, I grew up being a different kind of kid in a small town, you know, in the middle of nowhere, and it's hard. It's hard to be different when that's kind of your culture. Sure, you know. a lot of people it's it's not embraced, you know, sometimes. So I felt that way as a kid. I always looked for a story, a character, something that looked and felt like me. So you know, I needed a champion. I needed some something to look towards, to say, hey, that's me. Look at look how cool they are. Look at their adventures. You know, you think of my little pony, Care Bear, things like that, you know, and, and I I loved that growing up. And so I thought, you know what, now that I'm an adult and I'm more confident and I've grown to understand that the things that set me apart as a kid, those are the things that make me awesome. Now, and I realize that, and and I've embraced that. So, what I want to do is take those messages and give them to children who don't always see themselves represented. So, we're talking about diversity, inclusion, we're talking about topics like ADHD, dyslexia. You know, we have a little Hannah the Hawk, she's one of my little beasts, and she can't see very well, and she has a guide chameleon that helps her fly. So, we're talking about different abilities shape sizes all of it we're just I'm creating a world where everyone can see themselves and they can celebrate what makes them awesome
0: I love that idea and I love the message and and so each of these unique beasts in the book uh-huh. kids can identify with what age group are you hoping to read the books
1: well, you know, I want to share them with all the children, all the children of, of the world. Um, now, I've, I've been I think doing, I learned
0: that song in Sunday school.
1: Yeah, all the little children, all the little children of the world. Yep, yes. that's a good one. Yeah, we all learned it. Uh, so I am. Uh, I've been going into schools to do school readings, which okay. is my new favorite thing. Oh, so much fun talking to these little children. What they have me doing? I went to one school, an elementary school where I'm from in Virginia, right? And they had me read to pre-K all the way to sixth grade. So now primarily these books are considered picture books. You know, you want to share them as, a, as a, an educator, a parent, a caregiver. You want to share them with the child. So a lot of people think pre-K, kindergarten, first grade. You know, that's who you want to kind of read to or share a book with. Right. Yeah. But, you know, when I went in to talk to these fourth, fifth and sixth graders, because I'm the illustrator as well, and I do traditional and digital artwork to create these. I was talking with these older children about how I did that. You know, what my process was, you know, what the software that I use, because now they all use the same software. Amazing. They're all, you know, these wonderful tech people.
0: At ten, right?
1: At ten, at ten years old, yes. And and they're like, oh, you use Adobe? Do you use Illustrator or InDesign or uh, Photoshop? And so I'm like, uh, okay, uh,
0: Crayola,
1: <laughs> cray cray crayons?
0: crayon,
1: sixty four box, the the big box.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Beth Davis is our guest today. The Super Unique Beast children's books are available online. You can go to superuniquebeast.com, but it is spelled Super Y O U n-e-e-k beast that's right you um she's also everywhere on on social media she's a facebooker she's an instagrammer you might see her dancing on tiktok it's you possible
1: know, very possible It's a no
0: judgment zone here in the podcast booth it's okay
1: yeah celebrate your uniqueness
0: brothers sisters growing up
1: i i have a brother i do yeah. he's 10 years older than me Wow. Yeah, 10 years older. So he's an old guy. I hope he's not listening. Love you, bro. Wow. Love you, bro. Uh,
0: what about kids?
1: Uh, you know, I do not have children of my own, but my brother graciously had two of his own. So I have a niece and a nephew. They're actually here with me today, um, and they are helping me at this overwhelming Convention to, you know, kind of learn and see what's out there because I'm new. I'm new to this whole scene. I just started my series last year. I just started creating it. So I'm still figuring things out, meeting people. I love to talk to people. So, but I have my niece and nephew, and they are my fill in
0: children. Well, I wanted to ask you that how you get into the mindset of a little kid, especially since you don't have children of your
1: own. That's true. Right. Well, uh, so my brother had his children when I was young. Obviously, he's 10 years older than I. Okay. Right. So I was a teenager uh, when they were coming up in the world. So I was a big kid with them. You know, I played with them, shared stories. And now Shrek was really big back, at you know, when they were coming up. Yep. And me and my niece, we used to play what we called Shrek every time. I mean, she loved it. So we would get the characters and I would do the voices. And and we'd be, oh, the princess and the dragon, you know, is great. So I really grew up with them. So they were so close that uh, I've just always sort of stayed in that mindset of, you know, youthfulness and creative and imagination. You know, when I'm in a a classroom full of kids, I'm right there with them. I'm on their level. And I get them so amped up and the teachers are like, please calm down.
0: Stop it. Stop being human cotton candy for these kids. <laughs> yeah,
1: because I get you them know, a little too excited.
0: Back off the sugar high. Um, do you see, uh, as you travel about, and, and you get these books into the hands of, of folks, To you, you want the kids to read them, but... Yeah. Are there lots of grandparents reading to uh, grandkids these days? Oh,
1: absolutely. And, you know, I think that is the best thing. You know, when I was a child growing up, I loved that. That was my favorite time.
0: When your grandparents would read to you? Yes,
1: absolutely. When they would sit down and share a story with me, because it's more than just the story. You know, you have this interaction, this closeness, this, this vibe of, of, you know, what you're doing together. You're sharing that moment. And what's unique, haha. Uh-huh, ha well done. Working well it done. <laughs> Good one. So what's super unique about these books is that, you know, these books cover topics that are diverse and inclusive and they feature characters who, you know, look different or have different abilities and have different, you know, it's a different uh, show in a different world and what those experiences look like. So when a grandparent or a parent or a caregiver educator shares this story with a child, it can open up conversations that are important and they, you know, a lot of children struggle with being different and you may not even know it, but these can open up conversations and they can say, you know, I felt different, you know, this is how I feel. And I see now that Michael the monkey, he wears orthotics and now children know what that looks like. Right. And they can have important conversations with these adults to really understand that and to celebrate it and 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 accept it and embrace it.
0: There's probably I would think, and, and you're the, the author and illustrator, I'm not, but a fine line between trying to get a message out there, this is an important message, mm-hmm. but also entertaining the young reader and making it a page turner, right? So right. how do you balance those two things? The fact you've got a mission, you got something you want to talk about. But the kids got to like it, or else you're nowhere.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, You know, I follow a simple recipe and what that is, is every little beast that I have is the hero. They are the epic adventurer. They are going places. They are doing things. They have friendships and they're, you know, they're celebrating. You know, this isn't, uh, you know, when you think about special needs or disabilities or things like that, a lot of people, you know, think, oh, that's a hard thing. You know, it could be sad. No, no, not my little beasts. They are going and they are conquering the world. Michael the monkey, he has different abilities. He has to work extra hard to move his arms and legs, but he's going on an epic adventure with his dad to find treasure. and they're going through the jungle, in the desert, through the mountains. I mean, they're just at it, and there's colorful illustrations, and you know, everybody is doing awesome things. They're the action hero. They're the superhero. And, and they're out there doing it. You know, they may look different. They may think differently. But they're, just, they're the superhero. They are.
0: You know, if you just had a little more energy in describing your books. We
1: Sorry. Be to... so I get no, so excited. No,
0: they're great. And they're super colorful. The illustrations are fantastic. And I love the message of the super unique beast.
1: Thank you for coming in to visit with us today. Oh, yeah. My pleasure. I appreciate it.
0: The lovely and talented Beth Davis is the author and illustrator of the super unique beast children's books. Your website is
1: SuperuniqueBeast.com.
0: find her on social media as well. The books are available wherever great books are sold. You can always order them online to enjoy your time here in Chicago. Thank you. Have a Chicago dog for me while you're here. Would you? Oh, I will. Absolutely. <sighs> The Big Time Talker podcast made possible by SpeakerMatch.com and the Next Generation Indie Book Awards will provide the podcast booth here at the American Library Association's Big Conference and Exhibition in Chicago. I'm Burke Allen for my guest, Beth Davis. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. Download fresh episodes of the podcast every Tuesday. Now go out and make it a great day. Bye, everybody.